Welcome to Let's Just Face It. I am your host, Raquel Colina. It's time to address the issues that impact your lives and keep you from being who you were meant to be. Ladies, are you still hiding behind yourself or issues you just don't want to face? It's time to face them. I am here to help you face those issues holding you back. It's time to face those small fears and make big changes. Are you ready to get started? Well, hello there, and thank you for joining me for another episode of Let's Just Face It. Today, it's episode number 25, two different types of narcissistic abusers. I've heard a lot of people talk about narcissists, the narcissists that they have lived with and abusers that they have lived with, and one thing seems to be common in most of them. It is the fact that narcissists like to rip everything off of you so you rely only on them. Let me explain. One of the games that narcissists and abusers, I talk about them separately because I know of abusers that have narcissistic tendencies and some that may not, and they still do some of the things narcissists do, but they're not exactly narcissists. Even though I'm talking about narcissistic abusers today, it may apply to other types of abusers as well. Abusers want you to rely on them and on them only. They want to keep you in a little bubble. They will start working with the fact that if you have a lot of friendships, they'll try to start breaking you from those friendships little by little. If she hears this story, she's going to know that I'm talking about her. But I had a friend in high school and for some reason, I was so mad at the way that he was treating her that I attempted to give him a call and tell him something that we wanted to do together. It was plans that we have had and he did not agree with those plans. He then realized that I wasn't going to put up with his bullcrap and proceeded to tell my friend that he didn't want her in contact with me. The reason why he didn't want her in contact with me was because I had figured him out and he knew that the longer we stayed friends, the longer I was going to be a resource to tell her what was going on that she was not seeing. Believe me, I have been there as well. When you fall in love, you become so freaking stupid. You see all the things that you saw on somebody else and you would complain and tell them to run away. But when it happens to you and you fall in love, you become so stupid that you don't even see them. And when you see them, you're like, oh, but that won't happen to me. Total bullcrap. What I'm trying to tell you is I'm not blaming her because at some point it did happen to me. But he felt threatened by me as her friend. And he had told her that he didn't want her to be my friend anymore, to pull her away. Long story short, the more he tried, the less he was able to. Over 25 years later, we're still friends. But he tried, and he felt really uncomfortable that I was there, so he tried to separate us. We always had a way of finding each other again and spending time together, even if it was on the phone for a couple of minutes. But we've basically been there for each other our whole lives. To get back on track, they will try to pull you away from the people that are close to you, whether they're friends, whether family members, co-workers, anybody that they feel is threatening to them as they abuse you. They don't want the people that can take their mask off to be around you. So what they do is they start pulling people away from you. Then they start to ask you to stay home, not work anymore. Some will try to tell you, that you don't need to work. They make enough money to support you and your kids if you have any. You can stay home and it'll all be on him because he wants to take care of you. 
He will make it seem like it's the cutest thing in the world. And like my mother used to say, cutting off your wings. They cut off their friends or family members. Then they want you to stop working. If you're going to college, they'll probably ask you to stop studying for now, take a break, everything is fine. If they see any sign that you want to better yourself, get yourself further along, they will find a way to get in your way in the cutest way possible to make you believe that you do need a break. They will also try for you to be financially dependent on them. He wants you to feel like you need him because you're not working. He wants you to rely on him fully and completely. What this does is as you start taking these steps towards being what you think he wants you to be, while you think they're doing it out of love and they're doing it to take care of you, which is how they're going to make it seem, they're love bombing you while they're doing this and they'll make it feel like it's the best for you. Like it's something that it's not for them, but it's for you. You need a rest. We don't need the money stay home. They start cutting you off from all the things. They start little by little cutting all the strings that you had attached to the outside world. You start losing touch with friends, with family members, with people that you used to work with. You lose touch with the financials that came from you having that job. You don't have your college friends and you stopped working towards your career or your dreams. And now you are left with a toxic, abusive partner and you totally rely on him for everything. I posted a little video the other day where it says you can leave your toxic relationship. And somebody in the comments said, I can't leave. I have nowhere to go. I have no family. I go to college and I have a baby. My reply to her was, you probably can't leave now. But you have to start making changes around you so you can leave at some point and you're ready when the time comes. This is why a toxic abuser will do all these things. It's not because they love you. It's because they want to manipulate you. When they become their only source of everything, you're left with nothing. And you're left with a person that will give you little hints of love, but will abuse you more than how he loves you. The little hints of love are just to keep you there, to keep you thinking that he can change, that he is a good person after all, and you have nothing to worry about. They still love you. They're still there. You have nothing to worry about. That's what they want you to think. But the more you hear phrases like, you're going crazy, you have to understand that a person that uses language like the narcissist use when they tell you you're imagining things That's not what I said. That's not what happened. I love you, but you're crazy. When you identify these types of phrases and you keep hearing them more often than you had realized, it's time to start making plans and start making changes because you need to go. You need to figure out how to get out of this toxic relationship and build the life that you deserve. You need to believe in yourself and love yourself enough to know that you need to walk away. Now, This is not the only type of abuser. You would think that the best way, the logical best way for a person to control and manipulate you would be to cut off everything that ties you to the outside world so they can keep you inside and manipulate you the best way they can. But I have also discovered that the opposite of this is true. 
I met a person that lives the exact opposite of this narcissistic abuse that we know, where they cut all the ties off and they manipulate you into their own little bubble. But what if I told you that there's other types of narcissistic, toxic abusers out there where they do the total opposite of this? What if I told you that there's partners that believe they're above it all and they believe that they need to drain you to survive? What do I mean by that? There are men that are so toxic that will cut themselves away from the environment, totally rely on you. They will stop working. So you have to maintain them. They will not leave the house with the excuse now that there's a pandemic. They will stop working and put all the responsibility on your shoulders. The responsibility of the job, the responsibility of the financials. They might come back at you and say, but it's your responsibility. It's your responsibility that we're behind on bills. But they're not doing anything about it because they don't even hold a job. They live with the toxic, sad excuse that they're hurt or they just can't find a job. I know things are not easy right now, but if you really wanted to find a job to make a couple of dollars or at least support your vices, you could find a job. They're their type of abusers that will let their tags and licenses expire to the point that you have to do everything for them like a baby. So they'll love bomb you in, in some sort of way that is only good for them. Might be changing a light bulb. It might be cooking dinner. And don't, don't think that they're going to cook dinner seven days a week. They're going to cook dinner two to three times a week just to keep you happy. They will say things that will make you believe that they support you. And they're going to keep pretending that they're there for you. They will rely on you to the point that if at any given point in time you decide to leave or start figuring out ways to leave or have a conversation about leaving because you can't handle the relationship anymore, they will threaten you with their lives. They will take it to the point where they're going to make you feel responsible because if you leave, I'll take my own life. I know I talk here to women all the time, but men or women, you don't need somebody like that in your life. If somebody is threatening you with taking their own life, that is not your responsibility. You do not need to take responsibility for a person that is trying to manipulate you. If at the end of the day, a person is going to take their own life, they usually don't threaten you like that. They either try to look for help or they do the total opposite and they just disappear and handle their mental situation their own way. When a person tells you that if you do something, they are going to harm themselves, that is a total manipulation tactic. They are controlling you, controlling your emotions and controlling your mental health because they know that the person that you are is loving and this is why they do what they do. They know you're a good person. They know you have a good heart. They know who you are and how to push your buttons. And if they can't come up with anything else, they're going to say, if you leave, I'm taking my own life. But let me tell you, you can't live your life this person's way because they're not willing to live without you. They got themselves into this and they have to figure themselves out of this as well. Trying to keep you in a little cocoon, in a little bubble from the outside world, that is not love. We all need our families, our friends, our surroundings. Some of us need jobs. We need financial safety. We need job security. We need to further our careers. We need to take care of our families. 
We need this outside world and you can't be put into a cage trying to depend on the one person alone, especially if this person is not giving you the world. You also can't submit yourself to all at the same time while you're also the one bringing the money in. You're also the one taking care of the house, the one paying all the bills, all the financials. This affects your mental health a lot. As the days go by, you keep thinking how you got into this mess. You keep thinking that if this person is the way that they are with you, you must not be worth anything. You devalue yourself to the point that you think you're worth nothing. But let me tell you, survivors of abuse, the reason why we are abused and we fall into these traps is not because we're bad people or we don't have value. It's the total opposite. You have a bright light. You are a loving person with a lot of value. The thing is that if you have gone through life not having found people to love you the right way, with just a little tiny bit of love, you will fall for anybody that will give it to you. I have been there. I was in a toxic, abusive relationship for 14 years. And the first time that I went out, I found this guy who gave me the world. He was not looking for a relationship, but he was so kind and he was such a gentleman and he was always looking for my well-being. What I can tell you that I learned from this short-lived relationship, if you can call it that, is the fact that there are men out there that can be gentlemen, that can be kind, and they don't necessarily have to be that way because the way they feel about you. I felt hard for this person because I thought that the way that he was acting had to do with me and he was being that way because of me. He wasn't. This is the way that he is and it had nothing to do with me. He was taught that you respect women, whether he was ready or not for a relationship or he was just looking to fool around He made me feel like a queen for as little as that lasted. There are people out there that can give you what you need. Do not stay stuck in a relationship because you feel trapped. You will always feel trapped in a narcissistic, toxic, abusive relationship. That's why they're abusive. Because if somebody were to smack you and you would walk right out the door, it was just a one hit, a hit and run. But they continue as a relationship because we allow it. We allow it because we don't know any better. If you stay in a toxic relationship the same way you came in, you would leave. So they have to, they have to rip you to pieces. They have to tear you down. They have to take you down of your pedestal of knowing and believing in yourself, trusting yourself. They have to change all of that reality. So you stop trusting and believing in you and you start trusting and believing in them. They're manipulators. They're controlling. And the funny thing is, one of the reasons why they do this is because they have low self-esteem. What they're making you believe about yourself is a reflection of what they believe about themselves. They don't believe they're handsome. They don't believe they're valuable. They believe they are broken. They just want to make you believe that they're the shits. They have to play with your mind because they're not what they seem to be. And you can't take that mask off because the minute you find out this is who they are, you're going to walk out the door. And that is why we feel stuck at times. And then all of a sudden it clicks and you're done. You just walk out the door. You don't feel bad. You don't feel hurt. It just clicks at one point. That's because you discovered who this person is. You took their mask off and you no longer respect or value them for the person that you thought they were. Because now you see the truth. 
So whether you're in a relationship where you are the one being kept in the house with no ties to the outside world, or you're in the relationship where you're the one handling everything that doesn't define whether it's narcissistic abuse or not, because it could go either way, they need to tie you down somehow as an abuser. So just because you are the one holding the financial card, don't think that you hold the control in the relationship. You hold the financials, but he is trying to control and manipulate this relationship and you. Whether you're the one working and doing everything or he is and keeps you inside, look around your relationship. Figure out if you're in a toxic, abusive relationship, if you don't already know. Take the steps to start working a plan and start making changes so you can move. Get out. Don't leave it for tomorrow. Start looking for information now and start figuring ways to make changes to get out. A lot of people say, why are you there? Why don't you get out? We can't all just walk away. There are certain steps and things that we have to do to get out. Sometimes there are kids involved. Sometimes there's property involved. Sometimes we just can't go. But that doesn't mean that if I can't move or leave today, I can't get ready to leave tomorrow. Make your plan. Make the changes. Look for all the information that you need to find out to make your move and be able to walk out. Be safe. Be careful. But remember, facing small fears can lead to big changes. Start facing your small fears and you're going to make a big impact in the end. I hope you're back here next Thursday for the next episode. It has been a pleasure being with you here today. As always, thank you so much for joining us. And remember that you can share this episode with your friends and family. You can subscribe so you can get notifications when the next episode is up. And you can also review the show so you can help us reach more people. Thank you so much. Hope you have a blessed week. Take care. Bye-bye.